0: Hello and welcome to the Rx Counter, a podcast produced by student pharmacists at the University of Iowa College of Pharmacy, where we provide student insight into the pharmacy profession. I'm your host, Emily Steimel, and here today is Tanner Fry. He will be leading a conversation on informatics. Tanner, thank you for joining us. The counter is yours.
1: Thank you, Emily. Uh, today I wanted to talk about informatics a little bit more. Uh, this is a area of pharmacy that is starting to grow a bit more, um, especially as we advance with pharmacy technology or healthcare in general, the different technology that we use uh, to enhance patient care. And I think uh, we don't have a ton of knowledge that we receive on it in our pharmacy curriculum, unless you are doing an informatics uh, dual degree per se. Uh, So I just kind of wanted to go over kind of like a general review so people can learn a little bit more about it. And so I'll start by giving you the definition of an informatics pharmacy or like informatics pharmacy from the Healthcare Information Management Systems Society. And so they describe this field as the scientific field that focuses on medication related data and knowledge within the continuum of healthcare systems including its acquisition, storage, analysis, use, and dissemination in the delivery of optimal medication-related patient care and health outcomes. And so within this uh, kind of field of informatics pharmacy, ASHP has kind of responsibilities that they denote to informatics pharmacists to kind of give you a little bit more background on what they do. And they put them into these five general roles. And there's uh, a little bit more to talk about on each role. And so the five different roles are information management, knowledge delivery, data analytics, clinical informatics, and change management. And so as we uh, move on to the first one, which is information management, There's a few kind of duties that fall under this for informatics pharmacists, and one of them is barcode uh, med administration. All right, so uh, basically, barcode med administration is kind of the route by ensuring that we have like the right medication going to the patient, and so it kind of it starts in the pharmacy. And uh, when you have the order come in to like the pharmacy technician, they usually fill the prescription and they scan in, in community, they'll like scan the pharmacy or they'll scan the medication bottle, which has the barcode on it to kind of confirm that this is the right drug. And then it goes on into the pharmacist checking it. And they also check That's the same bottle and whatnot, typically in hospital pharmacy, which is a little bit more of the realm that informatics deals with. They do it uh, pretty similarly, but it's usually just unit dose packaging. So the barcodes will be on that. And then that goes up to like the patient floor, for example, in the hospital. And nurses who administer the medications to the patients, they'll scan the med again and they'll also scan the barcode that uh, the patient has for their identifier. And that kind of just quadruply checks the medication that it's the right medication for the patient. And so uh, another one that we have that falls under information management is computerized order entry. And so this applies more to the uh, pharmacist view of all the different orders that come in and Kind of like the indications for the drugs for example that can be kind of pre-filled in like you know this drug is obviously treating whatever condition and stuff like that and this is kind of where some of your alerts kind of come in uh, for the orders that you're dealing with and uh, trying to approve and informatics is really about kind of easing that process for you so you can work efficiently but also do your job right as well. And then another one that falls under information management is interoperability, (laughs) that's a big word, Uh, between institutions. And so this kind of falls with your different uh, pharmacy programs, like you may have heard of Epic or Cerner, Uh, patients that are having their kind of patient med history in these systems, if they were to transfer to another institution that has the same software, then that will just ease the process of getting their medications that they all have. And one thing I do want to point out is that, I believe it is about half of medication errors occur uh, when handing a patient off to another healthcare provider. And that kind of falls under like our medication reconciliation too that I'll talk about a little bit later. And so those are kind of the three main principles of Informatics Pharmacy that fall under information management. The next one we have is knowledge delivery. And so this is kind of just uh, reinforcement of that information management, but uh, kind of putting it a bit more into practice. Uh, it kind of goes with like the alerts that you see when you're addressing a patient, if their uh, order kind of conflicts with another medication and this falls under clinical decision support and all the different decisions that pharmacists have to make, whether they're trying to find a different drug to switch the patient to, or um, maybe someone asks you if something is compatible, like two different IVs can fall under this. Um, And then the other one is the electronic health record optimization. And that's kind of uh, also what I talked about a bit with the indications that prefill with certain orders, antibiotic stewardship falls under this, and then um, also stuff like preventing duplicate therapy. Uh, the next one that we have uh, is data analytics. And this is mostly just looking at past data of either uh, various business processes or like uh, patient orders and whatnot and how they're handled and using that to improve your performance in the future. So it's just kind of like little retrospective uh, review. Uh, Then we have clinical informatics, which is the computerized medication reconciliation and how you can like compare your orders to the EHR and this is kind of what i talked about a little bit earlier with the medication errors and this is kind of where that interoperability also comes in that if you can utilize the technology to make your life easier it will also kind of be beneficial for the patient too and then one other thing that falls under clinical informatics is your smart pump optimization and this is having to do with like your different delivery and dose rates on your uh, infusion pumps that uh, hospitals use. And it kind of utilizes different, basically drug libraries that uh, can correct any errors in the dose with that. And then the final one is your change management. And that's kind of just A sum of all the different things that go on in informatics pharmacy and basically when they're changing and how you have to be able to kind of change how you work almost uh, to keep up with them. And that can be your different applications, uh, all the different infrastructure in either Epic or Cerner or whatever you use, and all those tools that they have that help guide your decisions and the performance of your patient care. And like I said, uh, keeping up to date with your new technology, uh, guidelines, diagnostic tools, all the different changes in clinical practice that come out all kind of fall under that. And so one other thing that I'd like to talk about is just kind of like the day-to-day practice of informatics pharmacists. Does anybody have a guess on what, what they do all day?
2: I mean other than look at a computer? <laughs>
1: um, they do use a computer a lot in their work, uh, that's for sure. But really, the daily practice of informatics pharmacists is always changing. Um, they don't always do the same schedule every day, kind of like uh, some pharmacists, like you have like your shift and you come in and you're whatever job you have, you, you might be doing that. Uh, similar type of workflow all day, whereas uh, the schedule for informatics pharmacists can change a lot, varying based on what kind of either projects they might have, Um, the different work uh, requests that they have from healthcare providers all across like a hospital system. Uh, People will basically have basically like a scenario of this could be someone asking for a certain drug to come up when they're prescribing for a specific indication and it might not be there. So like something that the informatics pharmacist can do is they can, what they call is build that they build basically this kind of program that allows that new drug to come out into the kind of order entry. And then uh, they also work in different groups that kind of depends on the specialty of the informatics pharmacist. And that also kind of works uh, differently depending on how big your institution is. Uh, The bigger the hospital, uh, the more likely to have different specializations. Uh, For an example, in uh, my experience, uh, this hospital that I work at is not as big as, say, the University of Iowa's hospital. And so we only have one informatics uh, pharmacist, so he's not specialized necessarily in a specific area of informatics pharmacy because he's kind of working on everything that's going on with informatics in the hospital. But when you have so many more patients in those larger institutions, you can really specialize in different like med management type of programs or like your antibiotic stewardship, for example. And then like one thing I'd also like to point out is that they can also have uh, varying kind of time in their informatics workspace uh, versus just like their time in clinical practice. Uh, some informatics pharmacists will still fill in like maybe it's 50-50. They spend their time in informatics and their like uh, clinical pharmacy role. So that's a lot of information I threw out at you guys. What questions do you have?
3: So you keep throwing around this term informatics pharmacist, implying that the people in these roles are registered pharmacists or have their PharmD or something like that. And you mentioned that some of them are also could practice as clinical pharmacists in a sense, too. But why is it important that it be pharmacists filling these technology roles? Why can't we just have an IT person or someone familiar with computers kind of filling these roles in pharmacy? Why does it have to be a pharmacist?
1: That's a very good question. And I think what's so important about having it be someone with a pharmacy background is that you not only need to be an expert in the technology, because A lot of times, like how you're trained uh, in your residencies as a informatics pharmacy residency is they, uh, depending on which program you work with, uh, your institution might send you like straight to Epic's headquarters to help you like kind of train in how to use that program. But with this, it's also equally important that we have like the knowledge of medications and their contraindications and are able to pick up on those and address the needs almost before they happen as much as possible. And I think that's really where the pharmacy part of informatics comes in.
3: So you talked a little bit about potentially like a residency or something. So what kind of training would a pharmacist need or how would someone become an informatics pharmacist?
1: Um. So it does kind of go... With the uh, PGY-2 residencies that you might see in informatics, uh, some people will take like a general uh, clinical or hospital uh, residency for their PGY-1, and then they transition into that uh, specialized informatics PGY-2, kind of similar to like your other types of specialized pharmacy, like ambulatory care, for example. Um, terms of other training that is something that we are not seeing too much in a general sense especially at the University of Iowa we have that informatics dual degree program that gives a lot of insight into uh, the informatics part of this kind of informatics pharmacy relationship but if you're not in that you aren't totally exposed to all of that. But uh, one kind of other area of pharmacy that I think can help relate to that a little bit is kind of more like the administration because you kind of like oversee a lot of things, um, kind of like the business performance that you might also see in informatics. What skills do you think are most valuable for someone working in informatics?
3: I mean, you kind of mentioned how pharmacy or informatics is always changing. So just kind of being able to adapt with updating technology. And I mean, people say that the pharmacy world is always changing, too. There's always new drugs, always new technologies in the sense of informatics, but also in the sense of like treating um, diseases or illnesses. So just being able to adapt, I think, applies to all areas of pharmacy, but especially the informatics side, because technology is always changing.
2: I'd echo what Carrie just said, and you know, I joked about it before, but (laughs) and informatics pharmacists better be pretty up to date with the hospital's technology because they're actually going to be in it and building it. They do also have to be excellent communicators as far as you know talking with the physicians that are interfacing with their technological builds in the EHR all the time and talking to the pharmacist, seeing you know what errors you see coming through all the time Do you think we can fix this? Yes to a comment about you know, as pharmacists we want the autonomy to make a lot of changes and manage the medications uh, the way we want to but you know if you really want that end all be-all level, informatics pharmacist is going to be the one that provides the list of drugs or doses or however you want the physicians ordering these prescriptions to interface with it so to me that is the the tip of the peak
3: i think that brings up another point i didn't even think about in my mind pharmacists and pharmacy staff are the ones using these like interfaces these technologies but i think an informatics pharmacist also has to understand the roles of nurses and physicians and just other healthcare professionals using these systems. And they have to look at it from a different professional's perspective, knowing the training and the background they come from to make it easy for them to use as well. And that's not something that originally came into my mind was, oh, it's just pharmacy using these technologies, but no, it's all healthcare professionals. And uh, informatics pharmacist really needs to be able to look at it from all angles and make sure it works for all healthcare professionals to make sure that the patient is like getting adequate care and that communication between all of these areas is easy and able to be managed in one central location.
1: Yeah, I really liked all the points that you guys uh, came up with. And one thing I would just kind of add to that is that they also need to have really good time management skills. Um, You're working with a lot on your plate as an informatics pharmacist between between the different problems that people have on their own and your projects that you're working on. And uh, it's just really important that you uh, manage your time and work efficiently so others can also work efficiently, I think. And so uh, my next question for you guys is, what experiences have you had with informatics pharmacy, either in work or rotations?
0: I was at a rotation at a pharmacy, an independent pharmacy, and they had, I don't know what the machine was like called, but it's this machine, big machine, and it like dispenses. You send the prescription to the machine and it will fill it for you, put it in a bottle, label it for you, cap it, and all you have to do is take the medication out of it and scan the barcode, and then the medication is ready. So that's like, It's nice because you don't have to grab the bottle from the shelf, go count it out. It just speeds up the process.
2: I think we don't get a whole lot of exposure to informatics pharmacy. I remember in the didactic course that we spent about one day with the informatics pharmacist from the university hospital, and that was about it. I mean, (laughs) that's where a lot of my knowledge comes from. I think... If you really want to pursue it, we do have that informatics master's program, um, but you got to apply for that really early, and the application deadline was far before I even knew informatics pharmacy was a thing. So it's a great thing that you're bringing to you know the counter today to let us know about it, um, and then just on the day-to-day basis, like. Every time you interface with the electronic health record, you have dealt with the informatics pharmacists to a degree because they, they set that up. That's just how it goes. I will say that the Department of Corrections for uh, the state of Iowa actually worked closely with a technology company and they created their own electronic health record that they use throughout each of the five different uh, correctional facilities. And it was designed by a pharmacist who didn't have any sort of technology background, but they work nicely with her and they have a lot of autonomy as the pharmacist for the corrections facilities and they serve a lot of patients.
1: sharing guys uh one point i do want to jump on uh from what matt was talking about was the pharmacy school experience and curriculum for people who are not in the informatics uh dual degree program do you think that there should be more uh informatics kind of curriculum or something that's uh, in the pharmacy school experience? And if so, what, do you, what ways do you think we could kind of implement that?
2: Not to be a negative Nancy or anything, but I think it's a very niche type of practice. And that's not where we need to be shuttling a bunch of people into, uh, in my opinion. I mean, they are very valuable individuals to a hospital system. We definitely need a few, but you know, in my class, we've had a couple and I know in classes that follow, there have always been a couple that go pursue this route of pharmacy and the dual degree with informatics. So I don't know how they figured it out, but they do. And I think if we were going to implement something earlier, it would just be an overall exposure to the different types of pharmacy. That way that one or two people in the class that really enjoy technology and a practice as variable and as likely that uh, an informatics pharmacist is, They could reach out and pursue it early and then get the experience with it, shadow the pharmacist and see, hey, I like this. I'm going to pursue it further or I'm not.
3: I think one thing that could be an option maybe for the people who aren't interested in that dual degree option, they don't want to take that step out year, add another year onto their curriculum, but they're just interested in potentially the field of informatics or learning more, they could potentially just offer like a one credit hour pass fail elective. Again, something that a small portion of people could take, but it wouldn't necessarily have to be the entire class more than just that initial exposure because i feel like kind of those elective hours are areas where we get to maybe pick more specialized topics to learn about so that could potentially be an option.
1: But yeah, i i agree with kind of what you're talking about Carrie like i feel like there's definitely somewhere that we could fit in like a an elective that kind of highlights on it something a little bit more than the lecture or two that we had in our first year of pharmacy school. And so uh, shifting gears a little bit, I do have one more question uh, that I'd love to hear you guys' input on. And it's kind of just what challenges do you think the informatics field could face as it either changes or evolves in the near future?
2: This is a big Hope, but when a hospital system is able to start sharing its electronic health record with the community pharmacies, it's going to be a huge inflection point for an informatics pharmacist because he or she is going to have to be able to do that outreach to you know, however many surrounding pharmacies there are.
1: Yeah, uh, that isn't. Unfortunate thing that we don't really have that connection with uh quite yet. I think maybe some, like if you have like a really large health system, you might have those like connections possibly. Um, but it is really hard to come by. And even though that would kind of eliminate a lot of the kind of handoff errors that we talked about a little bit earlier.
3: I think another problem that could face kind of the Informatics pharmacy area is people being worried about their jobs or these informatics things just taking over a pharmacist's job a pharmacist role if there's too many steps that are just taken care of for them then like kind of where does that lead almost. But I think this also kind of could bring into play pharmacists can do so much more than fill and check medications. So it could honestly be more of a benefit than a problem, because if they aren't checking these medications or the medication is prepped for them and they're just like, yep, that's right, then they can have more time or something like if these technologies are doing things for them, they can have more time with patients or they could have more time kind of working with people because, I mean, I think the intelligence or the technology can only do so much and you still need that human interaction. So it can honestly almost free pharmacists up for these human interactions
0: in a way. I also think telepharmacy is really important with the technology now, Um, especially during COVID. People aren't going to the clinic as often and they find the convenience of telepharmacy um, really easy to check in with their physician. So I think informatics is plays an important part of people being able to connect, connect even though they're not in person.
1: Yeah, we've kind of found out firsthand this year kind of more about that telepharmacy kind of framework that either hospitals or maybe community pharmacists can operate on. Um, some other things I think I'd like to just highlight are just kind of There's always going to be those changes in the software systems or infrastructure uh, in Informatics pharmacists are working with. And then you also have kind of all these different digital health apps that uh, can kind of enhance uh, patients' lifestyles outside of the hospital or the community pharmacy that they can utilize. And then just one more thing that's uh, always important is just kind of. Reducing the alert fatigue that pharmacists that are doing kind of the order entry uh, encounter, you just want to make sure that you get your point across on the kind of problems that certain medications could have with each other without kind of just overloading them and uh, forcing them to just kind of like overlook them if it's overbearing, really.
0: That's all the time we have. Thank you, Tanner, for sharing. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time at the Rx Counter.